Welcome, welcome, welcome to Secure the Bag Wild Card Weekend Edition. What it do? What's going on, fam? Welcome back, everybody. Man, it's another episode, dude. Secure the Bag, man. What's going on? Nothing much. I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? It should be a great weekend in sports. We had a great week 18 in NFL, and then these playoff matchups are looking pretty good. Uh, Strizzy and I are going to break them down for you all, and we're going to do our picks against the spread for all six games. Um, but you know what we do. Before we do that, we'll, we'll do a quick review, you know what I'm saying, of what it is like betting against the spread, some of the little details that you might want to know, and then we'll talk about week 18 as well. Um, and then that's about it. You know what I'm saying? Half an hour to break down these six games, but I think we should be able to knock it out and oh, give, yeah. you guys some, uh, give you guys some good insight. So um, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get it popping. Um, we don't have anything too serious right now for this for this first slide, but let me just pull up our slides real quick. Um, and, you know, we always talk about the example, right, of like the line, the total, the money, what, what those mean, the line being what the favorite team has to win by in order for you to cash your ticket. And then the total being um, you pick the over or the under on the total points for both teams scored. And then the money line is how much a hundred dollar wager will get you or how much you'll have to wager to win a hundred dollars uh, with the plus minus there. So, yeah, like we always like to say, this is uh, this is not actual betting advice, not actual betting advice. So. Um, before we break down last week, I do want to say, um, welcome to Unc. He's in the building. Yeah. yeah. Happy Friday and stay safe. He says, uh, same to you, Unc. Uh, he says, nice hat. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to put it. I've been wearing it all week. You know what I'm saying? I've been wearing it <laughs> for, for, for several months, but this week I really haven't taken it off. You know what I'm saying? So I think, uh, as we move into the weekend, you know what I'm saying? And I start to focus on my Cowboys, you know, the, the hat might have to go away for a little bit. Um, and then Unc has a question here. I'll, I'll, I'll jump on that question at the end after we do our picks. So we can kind of do some discussion on that. But um, yeah. that being said, let's go ahead and look at Strizzy last week. Um, you did, like, honestly, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Strizzy, we've been chasing this perfect trifecta of three locks, you know what I'm saying, against the spread all all year. And Strizzy came through on the last week. And, last and week. Cashed one more time again. Yeah. Barely, barely, but it made it happen. Uh, the Seahawks, the Steelers, and the Lions, all underdogs, all came through with outright victories for you, boy. So great yeah. job. Congrats. Hats off to you. But uh, how are you feeling after the weekend? Were you seeing them all? Does the stars aligning or what? Right. A little bit, man. You know what I'm saying? It was a, another solid week. It's just all those games, man, just look right. You know, so I knew Green Bay starters weren't going to play the whole game. Ravens just look atrocious right now. They just they have too many injuries. You know what I mean? Like regardless of what's going on, way too many. I still injuries. don't know how they were favored in that game, honestly. Yeah, exactly. And then by by five and a half, like they don't they don't beat the Steelers down like that ever. You know what I mean? Even when they win, it's like a field goal. So that's like a big robbery in that division. And then uh, Seahawks just they always beat the Cardinals um in Arizona, man. They're like for so I think since Russell Wilson has been drafted, they have beaten Arizona every year in Arizona. So it's a long time. Yeah, time. for sure. <laughs> for sure. They do have that dominance going in Arizona. Yeah, um, absolutely. So great job, though, on all three of those picks brings your season total to 28 picks against the spread. Um, and what we'll do, probably I'm thinking for Super Bowl week, um, since there's not going to be too much like there's only going to be one game to break down. Yeah. At that point, we'll go over like our season total percentages and things like that. Do like a more recap of the whole year. Yes, sir. Um, but let's move on to my week. My week was rough. Um, honestly, the Jets were looking like they were going to make this happen. The Jets were actually playing tough with the Bills, but they, they couldn't hang on late. They started to, they started to get waxed late. Yeah. Um, the Bengals lost, and we knew that they might lose. They were resting a lot of people, but they barely hung in there yeah. uh, and covered for me. They lost by five, I believe it was. So um, 
thank you, Bengals, for saving me. Thank you, Bengals, <laughs> for saving me because my last pick we talked about last week, I wasn't feeling very comfortable with the Chargers. For whatever reason, the Chargers just when it's the most pressure on or when they should be winning, that's when they decide to fall apart. So for sure, this one was a tough one, but the Raiders came through uh, with that overtime victory. So one bag for the week that that was rough, but that's that's kind of how it goes. Season total 23 um, wasn't able to keep up with Strizzy, but solid first year. And like I said, we'll go over the percentages a little bit more at the sure. end, um, you know, before Super Bowl week. So that's what it is. Um, but we are here to make our picks for this week's uh, Super wild card weekend we're going to go through all six games make our picks against the spread and give like a little nugget of information about the game so <clears throat> let's get it popping starting with the raiders at the Bengals. this is saturday uh saturday the first playoff game of the weekend this is a rematch from the Bengals and raiders they won um they played in week 11 the Bengals beat them 32 to 13 and uh, this is the first time these play these teams have met in the postseason since 1991 so um, that is actually the last time that the Bengals or I, that that started a 31 game losing streak for the Bengals. Actually, the Raiders actually beat them in 1991 and they are on a 31 year playoff losing streak since then. So we'll see if they can get off the snide. The line is at five and a half favoring the Bengals over is under is at 49. And and Strizzy, tell me tell me what you got on this on this game. I'm thinking the Bengals in this one. I think the. It's so this game is could be just as close as the game was last week against the uh, the Chargers. You know what I'm saying? But um, I like the Bengals in this one. Uh, the starters got some rest, so I'm expecting them to start off kind of rusty. But come that second half, I expect the Bengals to kind of get away from them. They are the better team, in my opinion. But um, uh, we'll see. But I like I like the Bengals in this one. Yeah, I I'm actually going against you on this one. I think the Bengals will probably win, but I think it's going to be a really tight game. I'm taking the Raiders against the spread as those five and a half point underdogs. And when I was looking at these two teams, the Bengals are the better team, as you say, for sure. Um, But looking at their schedules and who they played, I feel like the Raiders are a little bit more battle tested going into this game. And they've been through a lot of adversity. These last four weeks have already been like playoff games to them. So I think that they're going to come out swinging in this one and they're going to keep it really close. Might sneak the Bengals, but. True. Um, the Bengals with a lot of pressure on them to kind of get that playoff victory and, and uh, kind of uh, continue what they were doing this year with, with Burrow and Chase. We will see how that turns out, but I think we're split on this one. I still think the Bengals probably win outright, um, but I'm going to go with the Raiders against the spread. So also welcoming, welcoming Anthony Weston to the building was good. He's got the Bengals in this game as, as you do Strizzy. So it's going to be a good one though. I definitely think that's a great matchup to kind of kick you. off the weekend. So uh, moving into Saturday evening time, we've got a super rematch. Now, this is the trilogy. We've got the Patriots at the Bills, um, you know, obviously division rivals. This is the third time they've met this year Um, in the previous two matchups. The home game, actually, the home team actually lost. Um, I don't know what that says about this postseason game over under set at 43 and a half. Uh, Expecting low scoring, expecting kind of some 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 rough weather potentially and the uh, the Bills are a four-point favorite. So, Strizzy, talk to me about how you feel about this game. I like the Bills, man. I, uh, the Bills with, like, the Panthers not being, uh, you know, not being in the playoffs, obviously. The Bills are kind of like my team that I'm watching that I'm kind of rooting for throughout this entire playoff thing. Um, I think the Bills are the better team. I, I think that they should have swept the season series, you know what I mean, had it not been so crazy in Buffalo the first time around. Right. And I think that's the second time really showed that the Bills are the better team. You know what I mean? Um, 
I think the Bills all around are better in every aspect except for coaching. You know, obviously the, the Patriots have Bill Belichick on their side, but if Bills can just do what they're what they're supposed to do, they, they should win this game. I got the Bills uh, at negative four. I agree with you. I'm actually I'm going with the Bills with you on this one against the spread. I think that it's their time now. I think that, like you said, they've established that they're a better team pretty much all around, like you said, except for coaching. Yeah. It's tough to fade Bill Belichick, <laughs> especially <laughs> in the postseason. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like the Bills just have a little bit too much going with uh, for them this time around. I I am like kind of a low key Patriots, you know, follower. I watch them a lot, and and I wouldn't be surprised if they find a way to cover or even win this game. But uh, my money right now is saying Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, Unk is with us on that one, but Anthony Weston he says he's inclined to take the Patriots because it's gonna be zero degrees, and Mac is not being them throwing three times. Um, he says Bills in a close one, but wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots won. And that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we said, expecting the, that bad weather again. And that's what kind of helped the Patriots stay in the game the first time when they won. So I saw, I saw a meme that said something like that. The, the best thing the Bills can do for Josh Allen is get this man a dome. Yeah, <laughs> Bills for real. A dome stadium. Like, and that's real, man. That's real. Keep this man yeah. warm. If they can keep him warm, it's, yeah, it's, I, I'd say Bills. Yeah. All right. Now let's move into Sunday. Um, things will get a little bit tight on the screen as we go forward, but you know what it is. We have to make it work. Um, exactly. So Sunday morning, the first game of Sunday is going to be the Eagles at the Buccaneers. Um, the Eagles and Bucks did play in week six. Uh, that was a long time ago. The Bucks beat them 28 to 22. Um, after that game, actually, Eagles went seven and four to get into the playoffs. So that kind of started a little bit of a winning streak for them or a little bit of a hot streak for them. So we'll see. Over under is set at 49 points for this one. Should be great weather. And uh, the line is at the, um, sorry, the Bucks and Tom Brady as an eight and a half point favorite. What do you have on this game, Strizzy? I like the Bucks in this one. I, I don't, I don't think the Eagles are a good enough team to, or are a good enough team to have set their starters out last week. You know what I mean? Um, the yeah. spread's a little high to me, but I'm I'm afraid that they're gonna come out a little a little soft, you know what I'm saying? Um, might take a little while to get going. They've been really good in the second half, like all year. But if the Bucks get out to too big of a lead because you know their starters all played last week, um, it's gonna be tough to come back against a team led by Tom Brady. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's gonna be a tough spot for the Eagles, tough for them to come back. But I am going with the Eagles just because of that spread. Yeah, the spread was six and a half. You know what I'm saying? Like seven, I, I'm I'm with the Bucks. I just feel like in the playoffs, the game slows down a lot. I think there'll be less points on the board, and I think the Eagles will try to play time management and run the ball. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that works out for them to win, but I think that they'll be able to keep it a little bit closer than eight and a half, and this kind of gives me the same vibes as the Washington football team Bucks first wildcard matchup last year yeah. in which Washington actually played them the best of the playoff run and was had the closest score, so – True. Um, we'll see if the Eagles can kind of do something similar to that. Uh, Unk says Bucks, but he can see the Eagles playing spoiler. Uh, Anthony Weston says another intriguing one. Trust Brady and Arians more than yeah. I mean, yeah. you trust what the Bucks have going on. They are banged up, but they're they're you know they're a team of veterans, so they're looking to make another solid run, and it starts this weekend. So that's what we got for that one. Now moving on to my game of the week, of course, you know naturally uh, we have the 49ers at the Cowboys. Over under is 50 and a half for this game, and the Cowboys are favored by three. Um, this is one is I think this is the only game of the weekend that is not a rematch from this year. 
So very interesting. This is the first time that these teams will see each other in their 2021, 2022 form. But this is a classic, classic rivalry in the playoffs and in the NFC. Um, the, actually, the last five times these teams um, met in the playoffs, the winner went on to win the Super Bowl. So that's usually what the kind of stakes that the Cowboys in San Francisco are playing for. Now, again, this is a little bit earlier. It used to be like championship, NFC championship games every year. Um, but I like that this is coming back around. And I want to know, kind of, Strizzy, what you think about the line and, and who you have in this one. Yeah, this line is close because they're just expecting basically to come off of a field goal. But I'm taking the Niners in this one. Um, it, it, it's really tough, though. You know, I think that the uh, the 49ers are going to play them a lot better than what people think they're going to play them. I think if I got to take, you know, the coaching, I'm going Shanahan over McCarthy. Uh, Dallas is the better team, though. You know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not stressing that. Dallas is definitely the better team. I think they're a lot more balanced. Uh, but I think they're going to run the ball. Mitchell's healthy. And um, both of these teams, for whatever reason, to me, play better away than they do home. And San Francisco was coming into Dallas. So, uh, you know, I'm not really sure. I know Amari Cooper just had that fine, you know what I mean, for breaking the, the protocols again. So that might be a little bit of a distraction, you know what I mean? Who knows? Uh, but I don't know, man. It's going to be really close, but I like San Francisco getting ahead. Got you. Okay, me, I'm going with my heart. I'm going with my team. But also my head is saying the Cowboys should be able to cover the three-point spread. This could yeah. end up being a push, though. I think it's going to be a pretty close game. Um, like you said, San Francisco is very well coached. They know how to run the ball, um, and they know how to protect the ball when Jimmy G is playing well. So the Cowboys, the offense, as long as they get rolling, it should be fine. But if they don't, the defense is going to have to hold on and hopefully yeah. come up with a turnover or two to kind of help turn the tide. Um, I think this will be just a great game in general. I'm super excited to watch it only because those teams, those uniforms, you know what I'm saying? And with the stakes being so high, I just think it's going to, it's going to produce a great game. So um, I like the Cowboys in this one, but I think it will be close uh, yeah. on, on Cowboys. Anthony Wesson, he says Cowboys in a close one. Yeah. He said he, he was going to go with the 49ers. We, everyone is picking this was an upset, but he's going with the Cowboys. Um, even though the 49ers D-line is tough um, and Jimmy has to experience, but he doesn't think that they'll let him throw. I don't think that they will either. I think right. he's into the Cowboys' hands, I, I hope, and I think that the Cowboys will get this one. So uh, great game, mm -hmm. though, to look forward to Sunday afternoon. Um, I yeah. definitely know where I will be for that one. Um, moving on to the last game of Sunday in our in our second to last game overall, we have the Steelers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Over under is set to 46 and a half, probably only because the Steelers uh, don't score a lot. Kansas City is a 12 and a half point favorite. And one note is I think this is the in the modern era, right? Since they've opened up the wild cards expansion like the way it is now, um, that is the highest point spread for an opening playoff game. So this is kind of a big spread for Kansas City. Um, you know, these teams did meet a couple weeks ago, and Kansas City blew them out 36 to 10. Um, but who knows? You know what I'm saying? It's the Steelers. It, it's, the, you know, they have a tough defense, but will they be able to score an offense? Lots of questions going in this one. Strizzy, tell me how you're feeling. <laughs> so so, I've, so the Steelers have actually come, come through clutch for me a couple of times this year because they've been the underdog literally like every game this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, they, and, you know. Never, never losing season for Tomlin, so he's really come through for me a couple of times. Even in the games they lost, they still stay within the spread. Um, I like the Chiefs, though. Like, I just feel like the Steelers just don't have the offense to keep up. Uh, but, you know, the Roth the Roethlisberger uh, 
interview kind of intrigued me a little bit. You know what I mean? Like he basically said that this team has like no business being there of the 14 teams. They're probably the worst. So he just wants to go out there and have some fun. Right. So like with that last statement, man, like he might just be coming out there just letting the rock fly. You know what I mean? So he might throw a bunch of interceptions. He might throw five touchdowns. Who knows? Um, I, I still think they lose, but I think that, uh, yeah, like, like you said, I think he's retiring Sunday. It's his last game, but, uh, who, who knows, man? He might try to make it a fun one uh, on his last game out. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, Ugg, Anthony Wesson, they're both going with the Chiefs. Um, Anthony Wesson says closer than people think. He knows that Tomlin will have them motivated, and that's true. Yeah. Tomlin is not the type of coach to get on the you know to get on the plane, to get his guys ready to go through a week of preparation just to lose. And so sure. those comments by Ben Roethlisberger were interesting because I'm like, that's just that's not motivating at all. Just be like, We're <laughs> yeah, really team, we just want to have fun. We just got an extra game, you know. Um, yeah. But I think that that is really the mentality that's kind of seeping through the Steelers. Unfortunately, uh, I'm going with the Chiefs uh, also at the 12 and a half. Um, but I think that this is one where they probably cover late. I think it's going to be a close game through the first half. And then after that, the, the Chiefs are going to eventually just start to outdo them, um, just oh, outrun yeah. them. So uh, we'll see. As Anthony West says, Patrick Mahomes said they aren't taking them lightly, and I don't think so either. I think no, they're going to want to come out and score a lot and and kind of let – you know, kind of put everybody on notice of what's going on. So we're both with the Chiefs on that one. Uh, that will definitely be a very fun game to watch. Um, all right, moving into our last game of the weekend, the last game of Super Wild Card Weekend, we have Monday Night Football, also a first time ever. This is the first time we're having a playoff game on Monday Night Football. We have the Cardinals traveling to the Rams, another division rivalry, another trilogy game. Um, the over is under is set at 50 and a half, and the Rams are favored by four. What do you got for me, Strizzy? Man, I got the Rams at four, man. I it's it's I don't know. I honestly, I think oh, I might be do? over. What's up? Oh man! Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Cardinals, my fault. My fault. Okay. I have the Cardinals in this one, so uh, I, I just like the Cardinals away. My bad. Uh, Cardinals away. Um, it, it is gonna be close though. Honestly, I'd probably be a little bit more inclined to take the over at fifty and a half. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, I do like the Cardinals in this one. My bad. I uh, I was thinking about it, but like I don't know, man. The Cardinals just play so good away. Matthew Stafford's got to play some of his best games to beat this team. You know what I mean? Uh, the last couple of weeks, last three, four weeks, and the interceptions have been crazy. They've been winning games, but barely. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, both of these teams are both two teams that take, that take uh, that like will, will do really uh, well off turnover. So neither one of them right. turned the ball over. Kyler Murray's been throwing the ball kind of recklessly as well. So, but I don't know, man. If this game was in Arizona, I'd say Rams by like 12. But like, because yeah. it, because it's in LA, man. I, I kind of I kind of like the Cardinals in this one, not entirely because they they didn't even say if um, if uh, JJ's playing on back on defense, and they are a lot different when he's out there. So yeah, uh, we'll see, man. But I'm going for the Rams, though. I, I actually do want the Rams to win, but I think the Cardinals can stay with them four. Got you. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I think it could be a close game. This could be another one that ends up being a field goal. I'd feel more comfortable at. You know, a minus three. I am <laughs> yeah. going to go with the Rams only because I feel like they have a lot to prove. And there are some interesting stats out there. One of them that I like that actually Anthony Wesson references that Kyler is one in five against the Rams. That one win being earlier this year when they had that big matchup where, you know, the Cardinals were six and all, the Rams were five and one. And and yeah. um, that was that was a big game. But that was a long time ago. I feel like yeah. the Cardinals are kind of a different type of team. Unk says Kyler looks tired to me. 
And and I kind of agree with that. I feel like they they're they kind of limped down the stretch. Um, yeah. Excluding that one victory over my Cowboys, but um, man, I, I think this is going to be a, a tough game, a close game, but another one where I see maybe the Rams scoring late to to get that cover. Um, yeah. Anthony Weston says he's going with the Rams because McVay won't let Cliff out scheme him. I think nice. they're going to run the ball game plan. Nice. I think so too. Um, and then like you mentioned, um. J.J. Watt, he was practicing this week, but I think that that was just a lot of noise. I don't think he's actually going to play, yeah. um, unfortunately, for the Cardinals, and they won't have Hopkins back either. It's looking like. Yeah. So. And even if Hopkins was playing, honestly, it might be something that probably hampered them than, than anything else. He hasn't been really good this entire season, even when he was playing, to be honest yeah. with you. And uh, But I do agree with that. No way McVay uh, allows him to uh, out-scheme him. And... Uh, and I don't talk about that too. Like McVeigh has made so many moves this year. Like he does not want to lose this game. Not first round. That's for right. sure. Yeah, exactly. Like it's been said many times this year that the Rams are Super Bowl or bust. Yeah. Um, and that starts right now. Them going out in the first round would be very, very unfortunate for Coach McVeigh, but also for Stafford and for all those guys that they brought in for the for the specific purpose of making a run. So yeah. we'll see. Anthony West has asked, is Akers playing? He is going to play. Um, he's supposed to be ready to play, but we'll just see. Sony Michelle has actually run the ball really well when they've given him the chance. So I think Akers is kind of just like a little bit of a bonus. Um, and then also they just signed uh, Weddle as, as a safety, like bring him out of retirement for the run. I don't know why. I think they just need some more vets in the back end. Probably. Um, but they are definitely going all in for this thing. So. We'll see how it works out, but I'm going with the Rams. Strizzy, you got the Cardinals on that one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, that's where we're at. Um, as you can see, these are our picks for the entire weekend. Our little, our little, you know, character is by who we got against the spread, not necessarily who we have on the money line. Um, and yeah, we're, we're going to see, we're going to see right. how this thing goes out. Strizzy, you have any other comments or, or what, what game are you most looking forward to this weekend? Funny, funny thing is, the San Francisco versus Cowboys game, that's actually what I'm looking forward to most. Like you said, it's the only game that's not a rematch of this year. And I just feel like both of these teams are very balanced. I do think the Cowboys are a better team. Um, I do, like I said, I like the plus three spread a little bit. Hopefully it's a close game. Even if even if it is by a field goal, I'm thinking like it might get them up by two maybe. Um, but as long as the San Francisco defense can kind of hold tough, uh, you know, I, I didn't – even the last couple of games where the Dallas Cowboys scored like 50 – you know what I'm saying? Like it was against a really, really battered and bruised COVID Washington team, and then uh, the Eagles too. Eagles. Yeah, them, them yeah. too. So like I, we we wanted to see the offense kind of catch up a little bit to the defense, which is weird to say <laughs> over the last couple of years. But um, Dak's got to play well. Uh, like I said, they're not going to let. I don't think the ball's the game's going to be in Jimmy G's hands. It's definitely going to be in the overall scheme of the Niners uh, team. Uh, but I think this is going to be the game, maybe the game of the week. You know what I'm saying? This one, and then obviously the Monday game is going to be great. But I think that's the team, uh, the game I want to watch the most. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, for sure. I think it's just, it's just one, it's going to be a classic. Like, I, it just yeah. has one of those feelings. So, seriously, man. Um, two, two, two really big franchises, man. Absolutely. All these teams. Absolutely. And I think the whole schedule actually came out really nice, um, you know, for this first weekend matchups, the way they fell. Mm-hmm. Probably the Steelers, Kansas City is the only one that, is kind of a stinker, but yeah. honestly, I still want to watch it because I want to see where Kansas City's at. I want to see how they're going into the playoffs. <laughs> Remember last year they had the Texans in the first round and they messed around and got down by like 14 or 17 or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And, and so it's like, will they do that again or are they going to come out firing on all cylinders? Um, 
Anthony Wesson, he says he's looking forward to the Bengals ending the Raiders singles season. Bengals haven't won a playoff game since 1991. And we did talk about that, that, and that's funny that, um, that, yeah, that they, they've been waiting that long, you know, a lot resting on, on Joe Burrow and, and uh, Jamar Chase. So yep. we'll see how they come out. Um, I'm looking forward to those two, man. I, that, Joe Burrow has shown a lot over the last two seasons. Even even the couple of games that he had before he tore his ACL, like he he right. looked nice. I'm looking forward to him. Absolutely, absolutely. So, all right, well, that's our picks. You know, we appreciate you all being with us, whether you're watching live or whether you're watching later. We just want to say how much we appreciate your support and your viewership. Um, don't be afraid to drop some some comments um, about who you got this weekend. Make your picks along with us, and also if you're uh, you can check the link in this uh, video description to join us for our, our pick them. And we're still doing the pick them through the playoffs. So only six games to pick and then you can lock in your tiebreaker. So still competing for Super Bowl squares um, as we get closer to that big matchup in February. So that's what it is. Um, a couple things we wanted to just mention briefly um, now that we've done our picks in this uh, another coaching move today. Uh, the Texans fired uh, Cully, their coach. Um, and it was kind of surprising because he didn't have his starting quarterback and they actually fought and played pretty hard. Um, that mm. was, I, I thought that he would at least get um, another, you know, another, another year. Um, mm. He had a four year contract. This was his first year under that. So firing a coach after one year, especially with this, so much turmoil around the Texans, yeah. uh, just kind of seems unfair, but they might have a plan. Um, Unc says, will Brian Flores end up in Houston? Maybe, maybe they have their eye on him, and that's why they decided to go ahead and make this move now. But with the firing um, today, there's only one African American head coach in the NFL. Um, I kind of I agree with Unk's sentiments here. It's just interesting that all of the rules and all of the supposed enhancements that the, uh, the NFL has been trying to make with this haven't really resulted in the same. You know, it's actually gone the opposite way since a lot of these Rooney rules and a lot of these things have been enhanced. Um, there's actually less African-American coaches, less minority coaches. Um, so that's the second uh, African-American coach to get fired, you know, after Brian Flores was fired. So that leaves Mike Tomlin as the only African-American head coach. And then we have Ron Rivera. He's a minority as well, but that's pretty much it. Two out of the 32. We'll see if that changes. Um, I, I'm not sure. Um, Anthony Wesson, he did say that he's heard Jared Mayo, Mayo being a front runner for Texans. That's the uh, linebackers coach for the New England Patriots. And um, it's cool because he's a, you know, he was a player. So seeing mm-hmm. him kind of come up really quick, I'm not sure, um, you know. I would, like Flores that, to get like a, I would like Flores to get like a real shot. Like I'd like to see him in Denver, um, probably Denver. You know what I mean? Like I feel That'd like that probably, you know, that probably would be the best. That's suited for him, you know what I'm saying? Because he, he could probably turn that franchise around too. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Um, We'll see how that goes. But we'll be back on our big show to talk a little bit more about that on Tuesday. Um, And then we'll be breaking down all the results from the wild card weekend. And then next week we'll we'll, we'll preview um the next playoff round. Um, But, yeah, that's what it is. I I, I don't know. It is very interesting to see the, co- the the coaching carousel every year and the quarterback carousel and how those changes influence the next year. And it's going to start happening really fast, especially after some of these playoff teams get eliminated from contention. It's going to open up more interviews, going to open up more movement. Um, and as we say, you know, it's always like a year round league, you know, even though the, the season's over, the yeah. news never stops. So um, we're excited for the playoffs. We're excited already for the off season and to see what our teams do and how things shape up. But um, 
that's what it is. That's our picks for this weekend, and we'll be back soon. Oh, Grace popping in, just a quick hello. Welcome, Grace. Grace. Thanks for joining in with us. Um, and shout out to Grace again for we for winning week 18 in the pick'em. Um, she won yeah. the final week of the regular season. And like we said, there's still more opportunities to 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 win and to compete with us and get some Super Bowl squares. So that's what's up. Um, that's what it is. And we're gonna sign off for now. Like I said, one more time, we appreciate your time. <laughs> Just in under half an hour, we made our picks and um not betting advice, not betting advice, but we'll see if we can secure some bags. For sure. Uh, that's what it is. It's your boy A-Dub. And your boy Strizzy. We'll see y'all soon. Peace. And you say the truth. They open up my eyes.